Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 301. So this is what happens when you come on more than once a week. I'm back again. And this is a really special episode because I am going to share with you something really special about retrograde periods that a lot of people don't talk about. Some do. But as you all know, I am always sharing what is actually happening in the sky and it's not Vedic and it's not Western or tropical. It's called sky astrology and it's what you can see with your eyes in the night sky or verify with a star location app. And, you know, what the first thing I want to say, (laughs) I want to share with you something because it's so funny. I was looking at an astronomy astronomy video, and to be honest, sometimes I get so confused when they say, okay, we're spinning on a ball, we're Earth spinning on a ball, and the moon is there, and we're revolving around the sun, and I'm just thinking, I, like, really, and this one guy had a simulation with a Barbie on a globe, and the globe was spinning, and the sun was shining, and the moon was was in the foreground and I just thought that cannot be happening I really literally was dizzy just you know everything spinning and what always made sense to me when I tried to figure out what this really means is to, to be honest quantum physics and so you know it's in a way all an illusion And it's about energy, like Tesla said. And so when we say a planet is retrograde, they always tell you it's not really retrograde. It's appearing to be retrograde, right? And that is true. You know, we have instances where we see things, they appear one way, but they're not really that way. And what's important about those times or to the information that is given is that we are having a relationship with those other things and it's all relative so when you are very close to the train next to you and you're going like in different different speeds I think it is it seems like it's going backwards but that's an illusion right so this is also in a way the same kind of thing that happens when planets supposedly seem to be going retrograde, going backwards. And I think for me that gives more power to the interaction between us on Earth and those particular planets. And this is really, you know, a good time. You can take it as a good time because it's kind of saying, look at me, look at me, you know. There's so many planets to look at, right? And of course, in Sky Astrology, we really only take on board the planets that we can see in the sky. 
but for our personal life, but for kind of generational things or for the whole earth, we look at the planets beyond Saturn. Funnily enough, we have Pluto retrograde at the moment and also we have a global situation at the moment. (laughs) So, you know, Pluto is definitely showing itself in during these times. So what I'm going to do with this on this podcast, I won't make it long and drawn out. First, I'm going to explain to you how important it is to be aware of the time before it goes retrograde. Actually, yeah, I'm going to do that's like two parts because actually I need to there's a time where there's the pre-shadow period as well. But I'm not going to talk about that this time because what's really important, what's coming up now is what's happened before it goes retrograde and this is called the stationary period where it doesn't seem to move there's no calculation adding up and because quite large planets or faraway planets are going retrograde like saturn and jupiter then that lasts for a couple of days you know and so it's quite exciting and because they're all happening together i even had to make a chart (laughs) to figure it out so if you are interested in, you know, knowing exactly when, you know, might want to get a pen and paper. And I'm going to let you know when that is. But also on my Instagram in a um, private in a private group, like a private messaging group. I'm thinking to put the time on because who remembers like when this is going to happen, right? But it is, you know, it's not necessary because I really want you also to be in the moment, not thinking, looking at your clock saying da-da-da. But once I tell you, it's a matter of you being conscious of it. If I did not tell you, you would not know and you would not be conscious about it. And so just by getting information, it's beautiful. Just by getting this information, you you are conscious of it now you know as they say so shall we begin and then after I tell you that to make it short and sweet because I have a consultation coming up I will tell you where the heavenly bodies are on May the 11th at 11 minutes after 11 p.m. GMT time and that is 18 11 that's 6 p.m. 11 minutes 11 minutes after 6 p.m. New York City time and 3 11 11 minutes after 3 p.m. California time okay so I'll do that after a break of talking about these planets that are going to go retrograde now let's just get Pluto out the way because Pluto is already retrograde and Pluto went retrograde, well, went stationary first. So Jupiter went stationary, actually. No, Jupiter, sorry. Pluto went stationary, actually, on the 21st of April. If you look up anywhere on the Internet, they'll say, you know, Jupiter is retrograde from the 25th. That might be true, but the secret sauce is in when it's stationary. And, you know, you might not be able to look back when that was for Pluto but that's why I'm giving you these times now that you can observe what's happening in your life 
when these planets are stationary before they go retrograde, okay? So um, at April 21st, and especially on that new moon on the, tw- on the 22nd, Pluto was stationary at 28 degrees of Sagittarius. Now, Pluto is really slow. It's only going to go back to 25 degrees, which is near when the solar eclipse was and the corona, the, the solar eclipse that produced the last corona that we have. So I connected to the coronavirus. Okay, so that's already happening. Now, yesterday, we had Saturn is stationary. Okay, and Saturn mathematically is at the beginning of the Capricorn constellation. And yes, it's making a connection to a star Altair. But at the same time, it's important to understand how I understand our Earth life here um, growing like plants, as I go, the biodynamic. Uh, aspect of sky astrology is to deal with the elements. So Saturn is connected to Capricorn and Capricorn is connected to earth element. So what does that mean? Things that manifest themselves, that they're tangible and that are productive. And so Capricorn is actually a sea goat and it's in part of the sky we call the sea. It's a very big part of the sky. It starts at Capricorn. It goes all the way to Aries, actually. But it's a very special part of the sky, I've come to believe. And so it's very special that Saturn is at the beginning of this constellation. And it's pausing or stationary at two degrees. Yesterday, today hasn't moved. What did you do? Things that you always wanted to do. Stay, you know, focused. You know, Saturn has its ring. Saturn always has this, you know, thing. It's lessons learned. um, Producing things, doing things, being productive. All these kind of manifestation things. And knowing that there's got to be some kind of system to it, some kind of order to doing these things. And Saturn is going to be stationary at two degrees until May 15th. So that's a good four days to get stuff done, I think, um, at this time. You know, really use the fact that Saturn is closer to us. Saturn is slowing down so you can really use all the benefits of this uh, planet, this energy, before all the other, um, the Jupiter and the Venus go retrograde as well, you know, really focus on, you know, putting things in place and focusing and being organized, okay, and that will be going, will be stationary until the afternoon GMT time at 34 minutes after 3 p.m., Okay, good. So that's out of the way. Then we have Venus that will be stationary from Wednesday the 13th. Okay, so 
Saturn is stationary already. Now Venus is going to be stationary. The funny thing is that I say Pluto, I did say Pluto is stationary at 28 degrees Sagittarius. And numerology is a big thing or the numbers repeat themselves in sky astrology. So I wanted to point that out because Pluto is, was 28 degrees stationary. And Venus is going to be 28 degrees stationary as well. Not in the same sign, okay? Venus, but Venus is in Taurus. Venus is also in an Earth sign. So we're really happy that Saturn's, you know, pausing in an Earth sign. Venus is going to pause at home. Saturn is at home in Capricorn. You know, they're comfortable in their space and they are in the Earth um, energy, the Earth element. And it will be standing still from 6.05 a.m. GMT time until the 14th at 9 in the morning GMT time. So that might be, you know, um, no, it'll still be the 14th everywhere. It'll be like 1 in the morning in California on the 14th of May. So really buckle down, use the fact that Venus and Saturn are, you know, aligned both in Earth sign. Standing still, you know, really, I get, I feel that you can, you know, intuitively can receive the information and you will know what to do and the best way to go about things. Last, but definitely not least, we have Jupiter. Now, Jupiter is also in Sagittarius, like with, together with Pluto. But Jupiter is at 30 degrees. Now, Jupiter hasn't stood still yet, but it will be happening on the 13th. So literally we have on the, on the 10th, Saturn went stationary. On the 12th, Venus goes stationary. And on the 13th, Jupiter will go stationary in the afternoon at 55 minutes after 2 p.m. And it will go stationary at 30 degrees of Sagittarius. And it's been 30 degrees, but it's 30 degrees and 43 arch minutes. And it will be there for a good two days 48 hours until get this 3:33 p.m. 3:33 p.m. on May the 15th yes on the Friday yeah so Jupiter will be stationary for those two days so literally on the 13th we can say that all the planets that I am just about to tell you, Saturn, Venus, Pluto, and Jupiter on the 13th are stationary. All stationary, which is great. None of them are moving. So I'm really excited to see what that's about. If you want to contact me about any coincidences or tell me what happened on the 13th, I would love it. Thank you so much. And if you want a sky location app, I am doing a beta testing. I'm looking for a handful of people who are curious and interested about an sky astrology would like a sky location app and are happy to receive a consultation for 
almost 50% off. I think more than 50% off. Anyway, contact me. The link is in the description. I'll be right back with where the heavenly bodies are. I'm back. (laughs) Just going to go through this really quick. For those of you, thank you very much, who subscribe and listen to the podcast. As I told you, we are at episode 301. And I'm doing this especially because of those um, beautiful souls who um, now are waking up to the, you know, upgraded astrology or the organic connection to the heavenly bodies and the stars to you know, the stardust that we are, and it's wonderful, and so they have, most of them have a detailed sky, if you don't have the ones with the degrees on your houses, please contact me, I think I got back to mostly everyone, and when I express where, when I tell, share with you where the heavenly bodies are, you can uh, write it in your sky, in which house it's in, and then you can research or, you know, ask me about that or <laughs> come to one of my webinars, which I should be doing sometime soon. But I won't digress. It's all this. Is. What's great is we're, we are really excited because Jupiter is in Sagittarius and it's about to meet the moon. Moon is transiting Sagittarius, like I said, and I said the sun is in Aries so they're both fire energies and that is a good thing and Mars has just gone into Aquarius which is an air energy and that is you know conducive to fire in in a sense you know so um looking from London we have the constellation of Afukas rising <laughs> Also, I like to tell people that the transiting, it's a different thing now for K2 and Rahu. The calculation is three degrees of, of, of Sagittarius, where the south node is. That's the south node. Then we have at 24 degrees our moon and approaching Pluto in about um, eight hours. Well, the next day on the 12th. Then it will also approach uh, Jupiter on the 12th at 30 degrees, where it is, Jupiter and Sagittarius. Then we have Saturn standing still. We know where that is. It's at 2 degrees. Mars is at 1 degrees of Aquarius. Neptune is at 22 degrees. It moves very, 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 very slow. Chiron is at 16 degrees. We've been saying it's at 15. It's actually moved to 16 degrees Pisces. Ah, and the Eris, the planet X, is at 32 degrees of Pisces, but actually can be seen using in the sky.org only, not on the apps I always recommend, in the constellation of Satus. Aries has uh Uranus there at eight degrees and it's part of Satus uh, cat, uh territory as well there are no borders in our skies next we have the constellation space as I usually have said we have our sun at ooh the master number of 22 on the 11th 222s 
or two two two, right? Okay, and yeah, that's where the sun is today, and Mercury is ahead of the sun. It is uh, approaching the Pallades. It is at six degrees, and Pallades is such a big kind of cluster. It's at between six and no, probably seven and nine degrees about. So, I you know. Mercury will definitely be there tomorrow on the 12th of May. And that's also a good sign. All this good Earth stuff. And, you know, there's so much to contemplate where we are right now. I can't talk about it because I've got things to do. Uh, Another thing is I want to tell you, or I did tell you already, that Venus is going to be at 28 degrees. And it's already slowing down because it's going to be there tomorrow. It's almost there. It's 28 degrees of Taurus, which is quite nice. To, you know, have, I guess I feel so energetic and positive, like talking positive about things and earth and stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, you can't forget um, that the North Node, Rahu, is at 35 degrees, which is really important because it's moving backwards and Taurus and most of the constellations are different sizes in Sky Astrology. Because that's how they are in our sky, in our ecliptic path, in the mathematical equation. And that's why sky astrology is mathematical and so inspiring to me. So I've got to go now. Uh, thank you so much. If you want to give a review t- or reach out to me and tell you what I should be doing better, I would love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening and have a beautiful moment. And remember... On the 13th, you know, pause this whole time, really, like I said, first start with Saturn, you got a little time, then bring some Venus in tomorrow, Venus is harmony and balance, and, you know, the next day, Jupiter's gonna join, and then they're all gonna be together, (laughs) stationary, wow, I'm so excited to see what's gonna happen, I hope something, well, you know, it's good things are going to happen. Okay. And if not, good things are going to (laughs) come from what's going to happen. Okay. I've rambled enough. Take care. Bye.